If rain will fall high up here upon the mountain, grass will grow and shepherds will be thankful, and our love will cover up all the mountain. For time is like a promise, it tries all your strength. To keep to Before she came I lived alone upon the mountain The raven heard Your voice high upon the wind Then one day You came to me upon the mountain For time is like a promise it tries all your strength to keep to the sun goes down and shadows soon are interweaving but she lies so deep inside my life surrounds time will outdo us this I only know too well A promise It tries all your strength To keep If rain will fall high up here upon the mountain grass will grow and shepherds will be thankful and our love will cover up on the mountain for time is like a promise it tries all your strength to keep Hello and welcome to the Strange Brew Podcast. My name's Jason Barnard and we've got another link up across the sea, this time over to Ireland, which is uh, really good. And we've got one of the giants of the Irish music scene of the 70s, and that's Tin and Oak. And um, I've got the, the real pleasure to have here Sonny Condell and uh, Leo O'Kelly of Tin and Oak. And we've just been listening to one of your um, fantastic tracks from your debut album, I think from 1971, and that's Time is Like a Promise, which is just a, a great track. Um, can you tell me about just your, your story in terms of how you met? It was 1968. Myself and Sonny met first in my hometown. I went to see a show in my local music place, and Sonny and his cousin John were playing there. So we got chatting, and you know they were doing their own songs, and I think that was very, very unusual back in the late 60s in Ireland. 
and I was madly impressed. So we took it from there, really. Next time we met was when I moved to Dublin, and Sonny and his cousin John just happened to be driving along and noticed me with guitar and suitcase in hand. Uh, I said, hop in. They brought me to a folk club called The Coffee Kitchen. Our second track is a Joni Mitchell song, which is, um, I think you did a version of Songs to Aging Children Come on a, a demo tape that eventually got released as part of the In the Morning CD. And, and how, how did you get to sort of make some demos? It was trainee sound engineers that day. Uh, so Sonny's friend was a producer in RT and brought us in for the afternoon. So we just recorded the whole, what well, we didn't realize it was an album, you know, because it was just a few demo songs, really. And funnily enough, the songs, we didn't get to hear them until they actually came out on Kissing Spell Records. And so I think, you, well, you can tell the sound is, is of varying, varying qualities, but well, they experimented with the microphone. Still sounds great to me. As we often do with The Strange Brew, we play a, a mix of tracks from uh, the groups that are featured show as well as uh, songs connected to the group. So let's hear the original version of Songs to Aging Children Come by Joni Mitchell now. Through the windless wells of wonder By the throbbing light in the deep trance or under orders from the king and queen songs to aging children So quickly, don't they hear the melodies in the chiming and the clicking and the laughing harmonies? Songs to aging children come, aging children. Lines of weeping, strings of crying So much sadness and Children, 
that was Joni Mitchell's version of Songs to Aging Children Come, but actually Tane and Oak did record that, as you just heard, um, as one of their key demos. Our next song is actually by Matthew Southern Comfort, and that's quite interesting. Um, that was a very popular song, Woodstock, um, around 1970. Um, there's quite a number of versions of that, again, originally by Joni Mitchell, and I think that's that's another song you did around the time when you come over to London, is that true? I think so. We did it on a Granada television show. It's the only time I can remember doing it, actually, live. Great. <laughs>
that was Matthew Southern Comfort. Can you tell me about coming over to London? Because you do have um, uh, quite a remarkable story in terms of um, many bands take such a, a long time to get signed and struggle. And, you, and it was, I understand it was just a few weeks before you hooked up with Chrysalis Records. Well, yeah, we, we came over, I think it was in, in May. We, we had very little money. We had 30 quid each or something. And we got the uh, the mailboat, as it was then, the ferry across to Hollyhead and down to London. And uh, we called in some friends of Leo's in, in Allgate. And uh, they didn't really have room for us. Then we, we moved to a friend of my mother's, uh, who lives in Ealing. And they very kindly put us up, three wonderful ladies. It was due to them, really, that we got to do a, another demo tape in a little studio, speech studio in Covent Garden. We did a number of songs in there, and that was the, the demo tape that we brought to, well, Island Records first, and then to Christmas, so we got a deal with them, which all happened very quickly. We'd only done a couple of gigs here and there. Wow. The fourth track on our show is, um, I think it's... Uh, one of yours, Leo's, Looking Up, which really is uh, one of the quintessential Tin and Oak songs. And understand that your uh, self-titled debut album actually achieved Melody Maker Album of the Month. That's right. I, I think it might, it might have been Chris Welsh who wrote that review. I think Looking Up probably one of the first written, certainly the first song I wrote from the Tin and Oak album that would be back from, from 1968, in fact. Up. I see the sun's reflection in your dark blue eyes When you're looking down The same sun sends some shine and silver streams through your golden hair When you walk along I collect the white daisies that spring beneath your feet When you start to speak I gather all your precious loving words to say for when I'm old When you go to sleep Seven good fairies come and sprinkle you with love When you start to wake Three elven painters with their jars of sunbeam color your window
up I see the sun's reflection in your dark blue eyes When you're looking down The same sun sends some shining silver streams through your golden hair When you walk along I collect the white daisies that spin beneath your feet When you start to speak I gather all your precious loving words to say for when I'm older Seven good fairies come and sprinkle you with love When you start to wake Three elven painters with their jars of sunbeam color your window Jane and Oak looking up and uh, we have another fantastic track from Tane and O coming up, and that is the wonderful Two White Horses from your second album, A Tear and a Smile. Sonny, could you tell us about the writing of that track? It's such a lovely song. Yeah, I think I wrote it when I was at home in Newtown and Kennedy in County Wicklow, where I, where I uh, grew up. It's a song about uh, looking across fields from my own farm or my family farm and imagining horses plowing in a neighbor's field or in, in, at some distance, just watching them. I guess it's a song about the repetitive nature of working the land, like season after season, sowing, plowing, reaping, all the cycle of work that goes on on the farm, especially the images of horses. Two white horses draw the plow From where I stand I hear no sound The hours of this creeping day In polished harness led away Plowman's feet in Walking, walking The years have bent this plowman's back As wind deforms the skyline tree Two white horses never tire in all the turnings of the day turning always turning in this never-ending field I hear no sound 
two white horses never tire In all the turnings of the day Walking, always walking In this never-ending That was Two White Horses from 1972, way back. We now have a Bob Dylan song, It Takes a Lot to Laugh, It Takes a Train to Cry, from his album Highway 61 Revisited. I think you did this uh, that track live. You, you toured a lot with, well, a fair chunk of the major bands uh, around in the early 70s. Can you tell me about that time? Well, fantastic time for us. I, I think it was May when we arrived in England. And by October, we were playing the Royal Albert Hall with Jethro Tull and Coco Harm, but at, at the same time, you know, playing gigs with, with pretty much everybody from The Who to Emerson, Lake and Palmer, Elton John. Super Trump. Super Trump actually played support us one night. We uh, did a tour with Cat Stevens. Yeah, fantastic tour with Cat Stevens. We did an awful lot of work with Jethro Tull up and down the country, and then from Bergen all the way down to Rome, major cities. And seemingly, the tour goes on, Jason. We're on virtual tour, apparently, at the moment, with Ian Anderson. And so Ian is doing a solo worldwide tour. And his son, James, filmed us at our last London gig. And seemingly, these songs will be played. I think they're going to be played before Ian's show. That's exciting. Wow. Um, well, let's hear a bit of Bob Dylan. It takes a lot to laugh, it takes a train to cry. Well, I ride on a mill train, baby. Can't buy a thrill. Well, I've been up all night.
Bob Dylan, It Takes a Lot to Laugh, It Takes a Train to Cry, gets us neatly to the next track, Teesside, uh, one of my favourite tracks by Tin and Ogue. It's absolutely a lovely song. And the version of that is currently available on the Spotlight BBC Recordings um, CD. I mean, that collects a lot of the session work that you did for the BBC, and you, you did quite a lot, I understand, in terms of with the BBC and stuff with Peel. I think we did about half a dozen Peel sessions on some live things from the from the theatre down the theatre yes. down the Strong Paris Theatre. Yeah. We shared it with Roxy Music once. Mm. That's right, yeah. in the same place with, with Bob Harris. I think that's the one on the spotlight. Yeah. I'm funny talking about them John Peel sessions. I remember doing the John Peel session one night. Well, as we were arriving, Nick Lowe was just leaving. I think he was with Timothy Schwartz at the time and they'd just done a, a John Peel session. So, we exchanged hellos and stuff and went in, did our session and halfway through the session realized that the engineer had been recording over the session they just done. No. So, uh, oh <laughs> Let's hear the uh, live version of Teesside by Tidanog. An ebb tide. I'll bring you down upon the wave. Your sail is full, I'll lead the way. I thought I'd never see you. You came so like the morning, like ships at sea. We could have passed, but you came down and we made fast. Oh, my love. Whoa, 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 
and me upon my hilltop You seldom come to see me For all my songs and all my signs They're in the sky but you never see I'm leaning on the north wind Sometimes it brings a whisper From off your lips a tiny word It brings it down and tingles all Oh my love Whoa, 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 whoa It brings it all Oh my Tin and Hogan, uh, Teesside, uh, currently available on the Spotlight BBC Recordings 1972-73 um, CD. We now have a song of Leo's, Strong in the Sun. That's quite a change of sound and uh, it does feel a bit more of a commercial direction for Tin and Oak. I think so. We put that out as a single. We were half afraid it might be a hit because at the time if you did have a hit record it ruined your credibility. But at the same time, we were hoping for a hit as well, so we were a bit ambivalent about it. It was a very different sound. Well, that was produced by Matthew Fisher from Coco Harm, and Matthew was into a much more produced sound. We tried that song with five different drummers. I forget which actual drummer was on the on the record in the end, but... We actually recorded that album twice. Yeah, the entire album song was in sound techniques and then the air, yeah. That must have been quite frustrating. It was, yeah. The, the record company didn't like the production on the first time round, so they got uh, Matthew in. And I don't remember it being annoying or something. It felt all right to do it again somehow. I think that was a great opportunity, really, and to record at Air Studios, which were the best in the world, really, at the time, and probably the most expensive. And Jeff Emmerich. Yeah, Jeff Emmerich, the Beatles engineer, you know, he was fantastic, really great guy. Oh, I just can't believe it when I look out my back window And I see you coming down the road Got your cases in your hand I might understand You're coming to stay with me You're coming to stay with me We gotta be strong in the sun Show everyone We're gonna be warm in the night We're gonna be free 
and uh, Strong in the Sun. We actually now have uh, quite an interesting song. Uh, I understand it's one of the few contemporary recordings of uh, a Nick Drake song in his own life. Uh, um, you, you recorded a version of Nick's Free Ride, although we'd be playing Nick's original version. I've, I've read that um, your version of Free Ride received extensive airplay. Is, is that true? I don't know. I remember, I remember at the time Alan Freeman was a big fan, unusually enough. And so we kept getting reports, but I don't remember it getting that much airplay at the time, but it gets played regularly on Irish radio, that one. Mm. How did you hear about Nick Drake? Was he just popular in musician circles, or...? Well, I don't think so. The first time I heard of him was would have been in 1969, when that first Island Sampler came out. I didn't really take that much notice of Nick Drake until Sonny and myself were doing a gig at the Roundhouse in London. It was a DJ called Jeff Dexter who's still going, and it was actually Jeff who played a track from from Nick Drake's writer later, I think it was Hazy Jane. And it just I, I was just knocked out at the time hearing it on the big sound system. And I think when you hear a DJ who loves the music playing it, it just suddenly sounds different. So that was I think that was Nick Drake for me. I went out and bought everything. I think Pink Moon hadn't come out yet. I'm from Pink Moon, of course, but we heard Free Ride.
Free ride. There was kind of a string of events that things didn't kind of go your way. I heard that there was plans to see if Paul McCartney wanted to record one of your songs. That probably got exaggerated along along the way. I think he was a bit of a fan, all right, because somebody told me that at the press launch of Band on the Run in Madrid, seemingly Paul played our last album continuously the whole day. So there was somebody from Ireland there, and they were they were knocked out really because Paul seemed to be a big fan. But I think that's as far as it went. I've also read that it was just the amount of touring that took its toll on you guys. You know, four years of touring, and 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 that meant that you just wanted a break, and that that kind of led to an extended break for the the group. Yeah, I think that's probably very true. Like we were working really hard all the time, and we needed a break from it. It was kind of stultifying in a creative way. We decided to take a break. It's an interesting segue that we've got because we um, we have Ray Dolan. Well, I was going to say his version of Hey Friend. Well, I guess it is. It's a, a song from your first album, but um, Ray wrote it. And uh, did you guys play on Ray's album in, was it 1975? 75, yeah. Sonny played on that. I think I played some guitar and produced that album at the time. And funny, I, th- I think myself and Ray had a bit of a pact that if we got a record contract, we were going to record Hey Friend. <laughs> and if he got a record contract, I was going to produce it. <laughs> so it, it all worked out. Hey friend, you're losing all the things you have. Hey friend, you're losing Don't you think it's time To grab Everything you want While you can Don't you think it's time You knew which way and where You're going to by now Don't you think it's time You stood and faced up to the things You know you should 
friend by ray dolan we now have a few tracks that get into the sort of post initial turn and og phase sonny we have a, an absolutely fantastic track from a group that you formed after turn and og scullion a song called eyelids into snow tell us about that song and, and scullion in general yeah so it was written about after the event really about living in england and i had a girlfriend who lived in yorkshire and we went up and down to visit each other and a lot of our time was spent hitchhiking on the road, especially I remember hitchhiking out of London, heading heading up to see her uh, in the winter. And the song is about that, about getting lifts and lorries and, and the winter time and whatever. And it was a song that I wrote and we recorded in the early days of which was a band formed with a friend of mine, Philip King. Well, it was with the band with with Philip and another chap called Greg Ball and various other people had changed lineup. We were actually still playing. Philip and guitarist called Robbie Overson, and we recorded a number of albums, the latest which is called Long Way, which came out a year and a half ago. So that's where that song comes from. Cool, it's a, it's a really is a great track, and I think you you have you do play that occasionally as in the Tin and Oak set. We do, yeah. Great. Here is Eyelids Into Snow by Scullion. Up the road and big windows and eyelids open into 
Gullion, eyelids into snow. Now, Leo, we have one of your solo recordings, uh, and this one being quite recent. It's Will? Yeah, that's about a year old or so. 
maybe a little longer, yeah. That's my first writing collaboration ever, actually. And in fact, it's a poet from Liverpool called John McKeown. Myself and John met at our local breastfeeding group. Well, we were the only two guys there, about 50 women and our little toddlers. So eventually, well, we got chatting, and John just mentioned he was a poet, and I said, well, any old poems you're not using, you know. So he gave me a couple of his books, and funny, with that particular song, Will, what was funny, I just opened the page, any page at random, and just started singing, and that's exactly what came out without any changes. That's fantastic. I'd say it took him a bit longer to write the words. <laughs> Let's play Leo O'Kelly, Will. Bind me in fragrant seal me on a tomb ship. Wake me when the dark at the wharf of the next world. I see its sunlit sky, already see how its waters move. As molding fresh from stone, I see its sharp sickle moon. Stop the preparations now, drop the blades, crack the jars, make some goods and herbs, open my flesh like a sail. Stop the preparations now, drop the blades, crack the jars, make some goods and herbs, open my flesh like a sail. Bind me in fragrant linen, seal me on a tomb ship. Wake me when we dock at the wharf of the next world I see its sunlit sky, already see how its waters move As molding flesh from stone, I see its sharp sickle moon Stop the preparations now, stop the blades, crack the jars Mix some goods and herbs, open my flesh like a sail Stop the preparations now, stop the blades, crack the jars, make some goods and herbs, open my flesh like a sailor. Bind me in fragrant linen, seal me on a tomb ship, wake me when we dock at the wharf of the next world. I see its sunlit sky, already see how its waters move. As molding flesh from stone, I see its sharp sickle move. Stop the preparations now, drop the blades, crack the jars, mix some goods and herbs, open my flesh like a sailor. Stop the preparations now, drop the blades, crack the jars, mix some goods and herbs, open my flesh like a sailor. Stop the 
the preparations now Strap the blades, crack the jars Make some boots and herbs Open my flesh like a sailor Start the preparations now Strap the blades, crack the jars Make some boots and herbs Open my flesh like a sailor Start the preparations now Strap the blades, crack the jars Leo O'Kelly, Will, we're now changing things quite considerably, but there is a tin and O'Glink with this one. It's the Rolling Stones and Play With Fire. That's a track that I understand you made your own and, and recorded live as part of the live at Sirius album uh, a few years back. Yes, the song that um, I've always loved since I was quite young. I remember hearing it played on the radio. I think it was a, a B-side, one of the Stones hits. I just thought magical sort of song and it was also as a beginner on the guitar quite an easy song to play and yeah we did record it when we were doing a live album in a beautiful place in small town in the south of ireland called cove and we recorded there uh, over two nights that's that one there seems to be two key strands to the tin and O sound it seems to be the folk influence and there seems to be the sort of more pop or rock influence in terms of the 60s is that something that you guys recognize I think so. The 60s, it's very hard to beat the 60s. The atmosphere, experimentation, pushing the boat out, really. I think we both come at music from slightly different angles, or completely different angles, really. It's a blend of our two experiences of music. We've got bits here and there that I like, and my father was into classical music and come at music that way. got your diamonds and you've got your pretty clothes and the chauffeur drives your car you let everybody know but don't play with me cause you're playing with fire your mother she's an heiress owns a block in John's wood and your father be there with her if he only could but don't play with me cause you're playing with Not in Knightsbridge anymore So don't play with me Cause you're playing with fire Now you've got some diamonds And you will have some others But you better watch your step girl Or start living with your mother So don't play with me Cause you're playing with fire So don't you play with me Cause you're playing with fire 
the Rolling Stones play with fire. It kind of uh, leads us into our final track today, which uh, brings us up to date, really, and a song that which has an imminent release on uh, the Fui de Mer, Fruits de Mer label, and it's a version of the Silver Apples track, um, Electronic Pioneers, and I Have Known Love, but you guys have really um, brought out the uh, enchanting folk elements of that song, and it really works very well in uh, the uh, acoustic guitar setting. Well, it seems to really, because I don't know how many people would be familiar with the Silver Apples version, but that's quite a wild noise and well, a totally different thing. The lyrics were written by a woman called somebody Llewellyn. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if it actually began as a, a more folky thing. Just got that feeling listening to the words that it could have started as a, you know, as a more folk and that they just wilded it up, really. Mm. You are playing a, a lot of shows at the minute, a lot of live shows, and you do seem to have popularity amongst all age groups. Is that something that you recognise? Yeah, there seems to be a great mixture of people coming to our gigs. We've started going back to the UK over the last three or four years, I guess it is now, and gradually rebuilding and reminding people largely through the internet that we're still around, we're doing gigs, and it's sort of snowballing. Before we uh, play I Have Known Love, can you tell me about the uh, future plans for the group, and also where do people get in touch and, and find out more about your fabulous music? Fantastic. You can find out about our fabulous music on turnino-prog-folk. I think if you look up turnino, you'll probably find it easily enough. And it's a very informative site run by a friend of ours, Pete Needham, largely due to Pete and another friend, Trevor Boyd, that a lot of this revival has come about. They've done a lot of work to get us gigs, that sort of thing, and doing the website. So we're very grateful to them. We're doing a couple of weeks in May and June, then we're back in September and October, you know, doing some gigs around England and Scotland and Wales. And we also carry on with our recording as well, so this, so this EP will probably be beginning of a full length. That would be absolutely fantastic to hear, actually. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you very much, guys. Let's hear the fantastic I Have Known Love from the new... We de Mer EP, and uh, thank you very much. And thank you, Jason. Thank you very much. Hey, thanks. I have known love, and love is one. I burn my fingers on the sun. I have known love, and love is one. I burn my fingers on the sun. I've been imprisoned in the moon. I've been imprisoned in the moon I have no love, no love is one And I have learned what truth denies I drank the teardrops from her eyes Yes, I have learned what truth denies I drank the teardrops from her eyes And I surrendered much too soon I surrendered much too soon I have learned what truth denies I never heard the warning voice I never knew I had a choice I never heard the warning voice I never knew I had a choice 
though I never wanted to return I never wanted to return I never heard the warning voice But I have sailed upon the boat That flew whenever was room to float Yes, I have sailed upon the boat That flew whenever was room to float And I drank out all the magical I drank out all the magical I sailed on the boat And I have slept inside the shade Encircled by the love we made Yes, I have slept inside the shade Encircled by the love we made And I have kissed the face of dreams I have kissed the face of dreams I've slept inside the shade And I have ridden on the glow That warms the sky with the rainbow Yes, I have ridden on the glow that warms the sky with the rainbow And I've waited in its golden streams I have waited in its golden streams I've ridden on the glow And I have danced between the stars To music song by sweet guitars Yes, I have danced between the stars To music song by sweet guitars I've done some things that can't be done I've done some things that can't be done I've danced between the stars And I have smiled inside the storm Reaching higher to keep warm Yes, I have smiled inside the storm Reaching higher to keep warm I've known love and love is warm I've known love and love is warm I have smiled inside the storm I've burned my fingers on the sun 